Hello and welcome to a very addictive episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, Kyle Catling out of Calgary, Alberta, and also developer of Drywall Junkies. He's a 38-year-old boardman with a knack for coming up with original pages on Facebook. I was like, well, you know, let's try to link all the people because I moved from Ontario to Alberta. I worked up in Fort Mac and I met people from all over Canada up there. And so I just wanted to link us all together and kind of start sharing tips of the, you know, tips and pictures of the trade and things that we've been doing and stuff. And, you know, I had like five, 10 members in the beginning of the people that were on Facebook. And then, you know, we just slowly, it was such a slow crawl for a long time because Facebook groups were just getting started and we didn't even like, no one really knew what they were. Kyle and I talk about the meager beginnings of drywall junkies and it being the first drywall specific page on Facebook. We talk a little bit about podcasts and the drywall community. Um, and we also talk about the process of promoting their new brand and rebranding. Kyle is very knowledgeable about the drywall industry and we cover a lot of bases. The Drywall Podcast was brought to you today by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you'd like information about Fresco Harmony, the Drywall Podcast, or anything, please feel free to email me at info at frescoharmony.com. For now, Kyle Catling on the 32nd episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. <laughs> we have we have Kyle Catling with Drywall Junkies in the house uh, hey. on the podcast today. So, uh, um, and I'm excited. I'm actually excited for this one. But here's what here's what came to mind for me. Like we had a conversation, but I feel like I had to wrangle you a little bit because you didn't really know who I was, and you're like. What was this guy? But I got really excited when you texted me and you were like, oh, okay. I listened to a couple podcasts. You're not a crackhead. Like I was thinking about it on the way on the way back home. But I'm like, I was like, it's gone through my head many times to start my own podcast. And I was like, so he started it. And then he's like, he learned as he went on. Cause I listened to Paps Duggins. I wanted to listen to your first one, which I think Paps is a beauty. Cause like just his, his video editing and everything is just like, I just love it. I love it and yeah, how he goes about it and the drywall alien and all that stuff. So I yeah, thought that yeah. was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of like tuned into like, you know, 15, 20 minutes here on this podcast and kind of okay. listened to a couple. Um, listen to Daniel because you suggested that I listen to that one. So I listened to that for a bit. Um, Daniel Osborne? Yes. I think it was Osborne. Anyways. Yeah. Um, that one's the, pretty funny. The drywall magazine guy. Was that Daniel? Is that his name? David Lee. David. There you go. I knew it was the D. Yeah. Um listen to that one. And uh I was listening to the the drywall. I looked to listen to the drywall artist a little bit real quickly. Um because yep. we have this company up here in Canada called Shoemaker Drywall. And I don't know if they're in the States or not, but um they're pretty big out here at West and they have like this whole drywall art. It's a it's a picker truck. And it's got all the details, like fine, fine details, all made out of mud, and it's really cool. So 
Um, okay. I wonder if maybe he had his hand in it or somebody, but yeah, it was pretty neat. Huh? Yeah. I haven't heard of that. There's, there's a lot, you know, um, I got your little stamp of approval. So that made me feel good. Um, you know, we're drywallers, man. We got these heavy egos and especially somebody that starts a cool, uh, page like drywall junkies and we'll we'll sort of dive right into that but uh the and i don't know if you know this or you know as you listen to more podcasts and i'll i'll give you some suggestions of podcasts to listen to like the columbia tools with aaron and elliot like but there, it's a two-part podcast and those yeah, are I've great seen that, yeah. those are really good um you know joe koenig with trim techs um there, there's, there's a bunch of good yeah, ones. A, a lot of them, a lot of them there. So, <laughs> um, so and, and like but, when I when I go through the list too, I recognize so many names in there, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah I know you, I know you, I know exactly. Yeah. Like, I know how a lot of the the personalities are because you know they brought themselves out on drywall junkies, and um, they have a lot of yep. like social. A lot of the, the names that you have on there have good social media followers, so yeah, um, they put themselves out there a lot, and that's basically what the page is all about too. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I originally I was inspired by the pages. Um, I mean, Fresco Harmony has a page, but, you know, it doesn't do much. Like I was like, I'd always wanted to do a drywall podcast specifically based on the Facebook pages. Uh, I think Drywallers Worldwide was the first way. It was either Drywallers Worldwide or Drywall uh, Junkies. Now, you told me that Drywall Junkies was the first so I would say we're the first. Um, now, are we, you a hundred? Are you a hundred percent with that? Or are we going to get? And like, when Facebook groups first came out, I was like right on top of it. And, okay. Uh, and I was one of the things I googled was drywall, and nothing popped up. So we started her up. Um, I'm thinking like what, probably two thousand, like right in 2010, right at the end, um, or right in the beginning of 2011. But I'm pretty sure it was 2010. And okay. uh, yeah, and um when listening to the drywall magazine podcast he mentioned that he started about eight years ago so we're 12 years in i think around eight years ago we probably had like fifteen thousand members i brought in a couple moderators um i'll drop their names ike yeah sure steve kayla's one of the newer ones but then we also had julio martinez which he's been really busy with his own business so he uh, backed away from being a moderator but um yeah. those are the first three that came in um and yeah they've been they stick it out and they're with us through through the thick and thin of it so cool. it's awesome they, they help moderate the page take care of all the the name calling and the you know yeah. all the other crap that we hear on there and um and then also help with our uh our member approval and stuff like that and okay. I've, i always bounce ideas off them too because um they kind of keep me in a straight path sometimes i get some crazy ideas and they're like kyle no just calm down <laughs> i i think What's we're it? the og and i don't know if anybody else has got any other information come at me okay all right so you heard it here uh we're i'm gonna i'm gonna spin it like you know the originator of the facebook stories now what's interesting about the canadians that i'm finding is they're primarily instagram uh right which is weird to me i instagram to me was secondary but we might be a little older how old are you i'm 38 38 okay so you're fair you're younger than me 38 but like uh 
I was, you know, it was like Facebook and then Instagram came out. Like, so I think probably, I don't know. When Actually, did I Googled it. Instagram came out uh, October 6th, 2010. And then okay. I also Googled, Googled when Facebook groups came out because I, I was kind of like making sure that my story's correct. Yeah, good. You're fact checking. <laughs> it says October 6, 2010. So I don't know if they like they might have came out with the same time, but Instagram came out just after um or right around the same timeline as the Facebook groups. So Okay. Um at least that's what my phone told me. If there's somewhere else different on the internet, then I don't I don't know about that, but uh basically um the Instagram we've kind of like we stayed one away from for quite a while. I'm just starting to get into using it a little bit more for my actual my, yeah. my drywall business as well. Yeah. Um but I think it's a really cool platform and uh yeah. You got um Drywall Nation on there. They're massive on Instagram. Um and uh I, actually you brought up the hand finishers, drywall hand finishers, mm-hmm. and they're like over a hundred thousand members. I don't know when that happened because I've been keeping a pretty close look, like eye on you know where drywall junkies is with everybody else because I always wanted to be top dog on Facebook. Yeah, and they've blown us out of the water and I really hope that it's more tradesmen and tradespeople than than homeowners. But like we were in we were in battle for a while with uh, Plasters Talk Group, and those guys are out of the UK. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> when we got closer to forty thousand, they were kind of right around there, and then we kind of took off from there, and then they okay. they've stuck around the thirty five forty thousand mark. So, um, it's pretty cool to see how everybody's you know um leveling up and helping each other out and uh i love some of the mindsets of uh of like the other people that have groups and um just cool i i want to hold credit though for uh for you know being the the pioneer so to speak to kind of get it out there unless they can prove us wrong yeah it was dry it was drywall junkies they they were out of the gate first um i can't really say that uh I was first in the podcast space. There's a couple others, man, but I'm right up there. There's nothing in this space, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, not at all. There, there was a Bill Gagne, uh, and he was actually on the show. He started a podcast called the Flat Butts Podcast, and oh, yeah. the, he only did four episodes, and he's like fallen off. But um, I hope he does more. But now, uh, Brawley's dad, uh, Sean Ramsden has has uh started a, a podcast but I, I don't think he's launched any yet it's fairly new um there is a podcast called off the wall by usg i try i listen to like a lot of uh personal development podcasts and stuff while i'm okay. driving or i do too um, yeah yeah like uh, tim grover i'm listening to some of his stuff right now um andy frazilla he that guy blows my mind the in your face type of just like gritty yeah. mentality. That's what I, that's what drives me, you know? And like, do you listen to Gary, from, Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary Vaynerchuk a little bit, a little bit. He's, um, you know, he's been out for a long time. So I listened to him a long yeah. time ago, you know? And, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, the gritty in your face stuff is what gets me. And I, that comes just, you know, with the drywall mentality too, of like, just like gritty, get her done. No holds bar. Let's, bust ass and make it happen and and no excuses right like just get it done kind of thing so um i wish i i I love the idea of mentality behind some of the podcasts you've had too where uh you know everybody's talking about like we're you know we're like a 
a singled out group in the construction industry. Everybody's like, Hey man, drywallers are just drywallers. You guys, all you guys do is put board on the wall and it's like, yeah, you know, just like, um, uh, I forget his name again. Um, drywall magazine. Anyways, uh, he said, you know, like no one works like us. They don't have the, that speed that you got to throw the sheets on and, and put the mud on the walls and just make it happen, but do a great yeah. job at the same time, you know? So, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely, mud, we're, definitely we're mud pigs. Them. We're mud pigs. <laughs> yeah. Mud pigs. And <laughs> yeah. Keep your, keep your damn mud off my ladder. You bastard. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. You better clean that up. Yeah. yeah. We're the carp of the construction industry. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I'm trying to change, I feel like, and there's a couple of podcasts where, you know, we're, we're, I feel like we need to collectively raise the bar. And I think things like drywall junkies and well, and so also, I mean, there's a lot going on in my brain right now, but we'll, you know, this is a loose format. We'll just, we'll just talk. Yeah. I have a roll with it, man. The, uh, the, the podcast was kind of originated because I wanted to promote Fresco Harmony. But I wanted to take what was happening in the groups, and and it, there was drywallers worldwide too. Uh, he's a cool dude, like I know him, and they were all cool because yeah. it was a fine line between advertising my product. Because I'll post like photos of Fresco, I'll leave a link. You know, the pages yeah. are a fantastic venue for advertising new products if it's legit. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm not going to post every post as a fresco harmony, you know, I want to engage with the audience and, you know, talk about and establish myself as an expert also in the trade. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's just good etiquette. (laughs) Um, you know, but the podcast was ultimately, I wanted to take that grittiness from the groups, you know, the people like bantering back and forth and give it a platform give give it a space and so honestly like the the pages is actually what inspired the podcast i wanted to promote my product but yeah. i want to hear from you i want to hear from the dudes in the trenches that are putting mud on the wall and i want to talk to them about their experience what happened why they chose this trade uh their techniques and things like that so yeah. Thank you to you for creating Drywall Junkies. I would like to talk about like um, what- Appreciate the appreciation. Yeah, what made you want to create like a drywall page? Cause I mean- Okay, well, let's get was, into it. That was 12 years ago. I mean, you, yeah. before there was a page, you probably didn't expect for it to grow to 50,000, you know? No, not even, not, not at all. Um, like maybe in the back of my mind somewhere it was like, Oh, it'd be cool if this blew up. Um, but, uh, the whole story starts from, uh, back when I was in Ontario, I live in Alberta now, um, okay. Calgary, Alberta, but, uh, back when I was living in Windsor, Ontario, I got into the trade through a friend of mine and needed a job. He said, yeah, go to go buy some tools and I'll get you a job. So I went, you know, spent the $50 I could back then. And, uh, and got a What'd job you buy? Making, What'd you buy? Oh, I bought I bought the cheapest pouch you could from Home Depot. Not the little apron one. Yeah. Oh well, no. I was <laughs> I was getting into doing some drywall, so I bought like a drywall saw, a pair of snips, a tape measure, a square, like a speed square, 
Um, yeah. I think that was about it, really. <laughs> I didn't even own a drywall gun or anything. I I borrowed one off or I rented one off of a journeyman there, and then uh, nice, nice. Yeah, making making eight bucks an hour. I started, and then I got a raise, like nine bucks an hour, a couple months later. But um, tool up, yeah, rookie. So got into there, yeah, exactly. And um, so we're building this uh, this old age home, and I started right off doing tops. I did three months tops. That's all I did was just tops, 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 all in the bathrooms and in the the areas of the their living space and what does that mean there, what does that what does that mean for a southerner's tops is that like ceilings no that would be like above like so the tops areas would be like where your pipes go through your hvac your plumbing um yeah so yeah. we just we call them boarding tops Anything the shit that's work. Above, like your 10 the, 12 feet yeah they gave yeah, you the, the shit, shit work <laughs> exactly but hey that's you know that's where i started i did three months at tops so i learned how to you know cut drywall into a bunch of pieces the guy my journeyman told me he's like think triangles and i never understood it. i was like what, what do you mean by that so then finally like two days later he came I'm like you got to come help me so he comes up and he uh he's, he starts drawing lines on it from pipe to pipe and you know hitting 16s and stuff and i was like oh, okay so that's what you meant so i kind of learned from there and then from that job um we ended up getting a phone call. So that company was like the non-union side of this company. It was a, it was a bigger company. They had a union side and a non-union side. Well, they brought us, we were building, they were building the casino Windsor. It's called Caesars casino or something like that in Windsor now. Um, and they brought all us non-union guys to the site to push for a weekend. And we were going to make like double time money and all this stuff. And we went in there and all the union guys that were there were like, this is bullshit. So they called the union rep. They all came down we ended up all having to join the union. Um, so that ended up happening. I ended up sticking in the union for a little bit down there. Um, and then, so we would get these, these letters and I know everybody knows what they're talking about. What I'm talking about. These make the, these little like catalogs or whatever, every quarter of the year. And at the back of the quarter or at the back of the magazine, they would have drywall tips and tricks. And one of the ones that I made, I remember majorly is taking two chalk lines, tying them together or linking them together so that when you're doing layout, instead of walking back and forth between each other, you would just reel one in, it would pull the other one out, you'd snap your lines, that guy would reel his in, it would pull the other one out, they would be attached together like that kind of. So you cool. wouldn't have to walk back and forth. I have yet to find a operation that where that really works efficiently, but that's where it kind of got sparked my, my, my thought process. So then when drywall, um, sorry, when Facebook group started up, I was like, well, you know, let's try to link all the people because I moved from Ontario to Alberta. I worked up in Fort Mac and I met people from all over Canada up there. And so I just wanted to link us all together and kind of start sharing tips of the, you know, tips and pictures of the trade and things that we've been doing and stuff. And, you know, I had like five, 10 members in the beginning of the people that were on Facebook. And then, you know, we just slowly, it was such a slow crawl for a long time because Facebook groups were just getting started and we didn't even yeah. like, no one really knew what they were. Yeah. What's the and point? They didn't have like, yeah, they didn't have like keywords that you could search and anything like that. Like you literally had to go in and do a, a physical search instead of like it just popping up on your feed because you have that you're, you're a drywaller in your name. So the algorithms are way different now. Yeah. Um, so it makes it easy for people to find them. But so then I don't know, we got a couple like, you know, we hit like a hundred members and 500 members and then a thousand. And like, you know, you, you start getting those, those people coming in and then you hit like this one person that just like, they'll invite like 20 of their friends and all of them come in. And then it's just like, it starts going. And 
I managed the page by myself till about 15,000 members. And then when it hit 15,000, I was like, I can't do this by myself anymore. It's too much work. So that's when I brought in the moderators, but that's kind of where it all comes from. How long did that take to get to like 15 K? Yeah. Like four or five years, something like that. A while. Yeah. Yeah, It it took quite a while. Like I said, the beginning, it was super slow creep. Like, I don't know. We probably didn't even get a hundred members in the first year. And right? then do you go on? Are you a member of the other groups? Do you go on and check out the other yeah, groups? Yeah, I'm members of them. Um, okay. Lately in my last couple of years here, like I've been building my own business and stuff. So Facebook time for me is kind of limited. Um, but, you know, I, I pop in every once in a while. And, um, you know, sometimes I think we have some local groups too, Calgary drywallers and Alberta drywallers and stuff. Have I'll you been able those. to use the group as for now? Because ultimately too i tried to get uh rick moore ricky moore he kind of some people are shyer like they don't want to because i remember when rick started drywall hand finishers and i talked to him on the phone and he was mad because somebody was giving him shit because he was like a hand finisher and you know they're like why don't you use the tools you idiot you know yeah yeah so he was like he was like screw you i'm gonna go start the hand finishers page now of course there's all the tool guys are always like on the hand finishers page talking about running the tools you know and the hand finishers are like get out of here it's literally a hand finishers page yeah (laughs) yeah so like rick moore man i remember him being on the page too and he had a rough go like he had a lot of criticism on our page and a lot of people were up his ass and he was doing his best to fight back i think i don't know if he he left the group or if he's still part of it but um I just remember, like, there's been some battles, man. I don't yeah. know if you ever heard of Joe Riger. You ever hear of that guy? Oh, yeah. He's the guy that ate drywall mud. On Like, he did a video, and he took a handful, and he, like... Oh, I miss that. Man, I would oh, really... Well, he was like, he, he was I know he's he was rowdy. Like one of our, he's a rowdy He's character. a little rowdy, yeah, but yeah. He, um, he was one of our top... Um, like commenters and posters for a long time. And uh, okay. like, I was kind of watching that area too. Cause you can go in and check and see who's posting the most, who's liking the most, who's, sure. who's commenting the most, all that stuff. So um, yeah, he was a pinnacle one. Um, well, like I said, I was a part of junkies, but I was a part of a couple of groups and then I would like sporadically like post, Hey, I finished this job. It's colored mud. You know, and I mean, sometimes, right. I, you know, in the er- earlier, I would get a lot of criticism, a lot of feedback and, you know, it would hurt me and, you know, it would like screw you. And, you know, maybe I'd get <laughs> into it. I would get into it a little yeah. bit, but not like hardcore. But right. I remember the junkies was exceptionally rowdy. And and for me, I was just kind of like, oh, like, because there was like some stuff on there that was like, it, like, kind of like like super rowdy like you know people would just go off and yeah i know i was trying to keep (laughs) it pro i was trying to keep it pro from a fresco harmony standpoint like a business owner standpoint so i was kind of like oh well i'm gonna go over to maybe a more professional page but what i've noticed more recently is junkies has toned it down i really like the branding and like you know there's some swag now and i feel like it's you know you've sort of made it through and now you're sort of competing on the level with some of these other pages where the moderators do have to be like, Hey dude, you can't say that you got to chill out. You know, it's not good. It's not good for the community. Yeah, no. And that's, I think, I think a lot of the community is starting to realize that too. It's not just it like, it is some of the work that we're doing, but um, I I think that it's also the community too, realizing that, you know, like you can go around and bashing people, but you're going to, you'll be the one guy bashing someone. And then there's going to be 20, 30 people coming at you saying, Hey man, leave this person alone. They're just trying to do the work, you know, or maybe they're trying to learn something. So that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we just, 
you know, we'd let it roll a little bit because, you know, we're from, we're all used to the construction site and that's what we do. We bust each other's balls on the construction site anyways, you know, and um, (laughs) we kind of want, yeah, we wanted to let it go a little bit. We want it, we want it to be raw still. Um, We want everybody to feel like they're at home, you know, and because we're out there, we're out there trying to make a buck as drywallers and, you know, we're always getting our asses uh, chewed out by GCs and other trades because, you know, you know how it is out there. Everybody thinks they're better than us. And, um, you know, so we like to keep it raw too and, and let people speak their mind, but, you know, do it respectfully, say your piece. If you got to tell someone they're being an asshole, be it, then, then give her, but don't be the asshole. <laughs> don't be, so. the, try not to be the asshole. Yeah. I yeah. think that is a very good, uh, that's a very good PowerPoint to this, uh, this interview. <laughs> yeah. If you go hey, on well, the drywall hey, group, like, Here's a quick little story. Um, back in that same job site I was talking about earlier, uh, it was maybe two months in or something like that. And I was working with this journeyman and he, uh, I'm fixing my snips, my snips, like, you know, when you're, uh, you're an apprentice, you fuck your snips up like every day, pretty much. So I'm like trying to work on my snips. Now, when you say snips, like, when you say oh, snips, are you, are metal you talking shears. A- aviator shears, correct? Aviator shears. Okay. Yes. I had a boss one time. He was, anal about calling everything by their correct name and like you know, I would say, give me those yellow cutters you know and he'd be like you mean the aviator shears you know so like yeah that's the one thing too that's been tough too is like people are like what do you mean you're you're a sheet rocker like that's bullshit you know and it's like well that's what we call it we call it sheet rocking we up here we call ourselves borders we're borders borders yeah you know, Board, so. or uh bill is calling him boardman or boardman yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i've heard that term cool. but um so yeah that story is like the journeyman walks up i'm with the i'm using my uh, aviation snips and um he's like what are you doing and i'm like oh i'm just fixing my snips and he's like well let me see them and he looks at them and he takes them and he whips them down the hallway and he says get the fuck back to work and i was like <laughs> what do you mean I'm, you just threw my tools down the hallway like how am i supposed to fucking cut the studs and he's like, I don't give a shit. Get the fuck back to work. Fix your tools on your own time. Jeez and, Louise. Yeah. And his name was Charlie Brown and he had one eye <laughs> and he was just this fucking like he showed me some cool drinking tips too. You know, uh, sure, he was sure. just a, such an alcoholic man. And that yeah. crew that I was working on there too, um, <laughs> like every lunchtime we'd go to the Legion and they would try to like, it was like a competition. They'd try to down as many beers as they could awesome. before we went back to to work. Right. And you know, yeah. I'd have my one beer and eat my lunch because I was just an apprentice. I didn't want to, you know, piss anybody off or whatever, but right. it didn't matter. So that's just the hardcoreness of of the trade is just like, that's what I grew up in. So like seeing it online, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fuck, you know, have some thick yeah. skin. Yeah. You know, so yeah. But it's, but it's, it is getting better. And and I, I think that we're all, we're moving in the right direction and, and everybody's kind of collaborating to bring it all together and unify the trade, which is, you know, kind of what unions did. But then, you know, there's all that union, non-union talk that goes on too. And, and you know, union members call them non-members scabs and all that yeah. stuff too. And we're all just here trying to make a buck and work. And, you know, there is some shady people out there, but yeah, what are we going to do about that? You know, you just yeah. live your life, do the best that you can as a human. And, and uh, you know, I, that's my whole thing is I want to help everybody. I want to elevate, you know, anybody that's around me, my family, my friends, my close companions at work, all that stuff, you know companies products anything i can do to help i want to elevate so that's that's kind of the 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 backbone of drywall junkies and um maybe i didn't realize it back then of like that's where my core yeah of who i was coming out but 
you know, that's just what it is and where it's turned into. There was no, there was no rules. Or also, there was no like, oh, this is how you do it. Like if you started a page today, you would have awareness. Like I think I was yeah. telling you there's like the mentors page now, right? you know, where it's right. like, hey. Which, I, which is really cool. I'm going to go check that the out. Angels, the angels of drywall. Like, hey, we're here to help. <laughs> angels. <laughs> Yeah, but I know. So that's Mudman Dan. He's been on the show. He's a great guy, and it's actually a pretty cool page, you know. And Pete, you can go on if you're new to the trade. You can go on the Drywall Mentors, and you can ask questions, and they won't break your balls. They may still, because yeah. it is yeah. drywall. But like, uh, but I think for the most part, they're pretty cool. You know, but if you want it in the raw, go to drywall junkies. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. If oh. you want to go, if you want to talk shit and actually and read some fantastic threads, go to drywall yes. junkies. There's some really good ones. Because yeah, yeah, I just voyeur around and like read the. Th I'll get on threads like late at night and just be like, what in the world. throw away your shovel man throw your and so i mean i've always thought too that you could like as a as a page you could create like there was god what it was one of the you've probably seen the page i think it's contractors uh oh con uh contractor pros or contractor pros and it's the uh the the uh the drill the hook drill <laughs> like the hook drill oh yeah yeah You've seen that. You've the, seen the, the hook or drill. sky hook. The sky, sky hook. Movie? The sky hook. I think the hook drill. It's the hook drill guy. Um, but he just gets bashed, like to no end, to where like you don't even know is this guy is this guy like a troll, or is, is this like because <laughs> everybody just like bashes him so hard, and you read like the comments, and it's just like yeah, I was and like, he just he just like sticks it out. Yeah, he just um, doesn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, we're selling. I'm going to sell a bunch of these. I don't care what. I'm drawing doing. a name blank right now, but he's a good dude. I've I've been in touch with him quite a bit here, and uh, I've reached Berthard. out. Berthard, it's like J Jason Berthards or something. Jason, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, I I reached out to him to ask him some questions because that that page grew very fast. Um, oh, and a lot see. of it was homeowner stuff, but that's like the they weren't being so picky choosy because us we want to keep it tradesmen and tradeswomen tradespeople we want to keep yeah. it that we want the page to be where we all hang out we don't want to have any homeowners and yeah. stuff in i'm there. not going to interview i'm not going to interview like a carpenter or a plumber or something on, right. on the drywall yeah, exactly. podcast you know exactly so um, yeah so that he's um he's he's definitely uh helped me out a little bit here and there and um yeah he just puts himself out there he doesn't care He's just he you know care. saying what he thinks, and yeah. if he gets attacked, he's like, "Hey, man, cool. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. Awesome." But you know, yeah. don't be a dick. <laughs> and it, it it's so. and a lot of people are dicks. And like uh, yeah. to me, it's like you could bottle that, like those comments and those threads. And I don't know if you've thought of this, but you could make like a you could make like a drywall junkies like best of. Where you like throw together like you know here's the best of the here's the best threads of 2023 <laughs> like you got to check these out. Um, yeah, I don't, that's I don't not know. a bad idea. Actually. I've always like I've always thought like because there was a there was a magazine called Found Magazine. All right, um, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, you should. The the that one's free, dude. I'm gonna charge you for okay, the next awesome. no. yeah, next one. Five bucks a five bucks a tip. <laughs> no, uh so there's a magazine called Found Magazine, and it's all just pe stuff people find on the ground, like notes, 
like little clippings of things, letters, thrown away notes that people write, like weird stuff on bathroom walls, which was actually another one was like porta potty, like porta potty philosophy, like where you just have an entire book of nothing but porta potty, like sayings and isms, like would be really funny. Portaisms, yeah, 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 portaisms. But uh, the uh, but the threads, and you would know, or your moderators would know, or you could have like a Zoom call with your moderators and be like, "Hey, you know, if you if you come across a really golden uh, thread that's funny or awesome, write it down or make a note, and then we'll usher that to the site." Because I mean, you could put it into a literature, you could put yeah. it into a book, or yeah. Well, yeah, we have a website too, so that we can maybe put, like we can we have like a feature section and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we were working towards some of that stuff. Um, the where I structured drywall junkies and everything in the beginning was more just for Facebook stuff, and I never really looked at it as a as a business model until probably 2017, 2018. Okay. Um. So then you know I started looking into like different ways that we can change the industry, and it's it's a slow creep. We you know I don't have we're, I'm a drywaller. I don't have a whole bunch of money to just throw at stuff and yeah. I got to pay bills too. So I got to work and, um, Wait so a it's, second. It's gonna be you're not, paper. you're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Depends who you ask, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're hopefully over the next couple of years, we should be able to, uh, make some, make some things happen with, um, you know, construction, great clothing and stuff. And, um, yeah, and just kind of make a change in the industry and and go toward we we're kind of work towards our social media to kind of get Instagram going. We're trying to get Instagram going a little bit more. Um, Definitely. So check us out at Instagram if you guys got a chance. And uh, yeah, we're just you know trying to. I have a social media team now, so we're just trying to consistently keep posting some of the posts that go on there. You know, I. I I don't get to see all of them all the time. So sometimes I'm like, okay, well maybe we shouldn't have posted that. It's a little, a little soft for the industry or, you know, you know, doesn't really make sense. But at the same time, we're just trying to get our, our awareness up out there. Like what? Like what? Oh, just, you know, we'll have like, there was a picture the other day and it was a, a, a barrel ceiling in a, in a walkway. And um, I think the post said something like, you know, this is a lot of work. And first comment was like, that's peanuts or something like that. That's, that's pussy shit or something. I don't even. Know. I can do I that remember. in my sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did ten of those on the on, on the post. Was like, <laughs> you suck. I'm better, you know. And um, <laughs> it's just like, it. okay, sure, <laughs> whatever, right? So, um, uh, my yeah, mom does and, those. My mom does groin vaults in her sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with no mud. Yeah, yeah. So with her hands. She smooths it out with her hands. She doesn't yeah. even use tools. She uses yeah. a kitchen spatula. Yeah, yeah. Um, so monetizing um, the, is like before the swag, was there a way that you were trying to monetize like junkies? Did you try to approach like, you know, so one of these tool manufacturers or something? I did try to approach uh, DeWalt tools because um, I'm a DeWalt guy. I, I Okay. That's just what I've been using. I started my first impact gun was a 18 volt DeWalt impact gun, the big heavy motherfucker. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, re- I reached out to them one time and I didn't even get anything back. So I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, we at that time, I think we had 18 or 19,000 members. So I was okay. just like, Hey, you know, we got this and we're pushing well and they didn't even get back to me. And no. um, 
you know, I think that at that point, it might have been you, closer. It might have been actually, you know what? It might have been closer to thirty thousand members. Did um, you offer? Did you offer something? I just said, hey, if you guys want to promote your tools on my page, I'd be more than welcome to do like a, a collaboration kind of thing. And we got this many members and whatever. And then they didn't they didn't even get back to me. So, um, you know, and I, but I haven't been one either that's been actively posting videos of me using tools and all that stuff. So maybe they didn't right. see me as as uh, an advocate for their brand or something like that. So, um, but other than that, no, we haven't really reached out to anybody. Uh, um, not a lot of collaboration opportunities. Um, so I've just been focusing on, on the members and, um, you know, I'm not a greedy person either. I, I, I think everybody should work and earn what they need to earn. And if I'm not the one out there putting posts on and videos every day or every week or every couple of days or whatever, um, then, you know, I'm not, I'm not gaining that social media following to have my face as, you know, the, the face of drywall junkies. I just kind of, you know, let us, let us run, background kind of style so there's not really a, a huge face with the company um but maybe over the next couple of years like i said that might that's probably going to be changing um and uh i just i, I i've always picked and choose where to where i want to spend my time to yeah. you know get to Smart. where i am now in life and um yeah so i've always you know been like oh i wish i could work more on drywall junkies and spend more time on it well maybe i probably could alleviate more time to it because you know when i'm sitting there scrolling instagram or facebook these days like if i spent an extra 20 minutes making a post and whatever then i would have that there so it's all in what you put your time in and stuff too so yeah the monetizing of it it's just uh the the brand actually the first drywall junkies logo which has a part of this logo in it which if you see here so these two guys here and the junkies the drywall junkies thing with the circle Mm -hmm. around it it was a little bit more um less detailed i had a guy down in the states my buddy adrian which i've actually never met face to face Uh, i met him playing xbox back in the day in fort mcmurray in 2007 I went to Thailand in 2018 for my honeymoon with my wife. We went and spent 30 days there. And while I was there, I'm laying in bed one day and I'm like, you know what? I should really utilize some of this bunch of free time I got right now um, while we're sitting in our hotel room. It's raining outside, whatever. So I went on and I used the app Fiverr and or Fever, however you want to call it. And I just like said, hey, I need a logo for my for my drywall junkies group here's the group page i kind of sketched something up of like some guys walking on stilts and a guy on the bench and so basically like these guys are they're drywalling a ceiling this guy's holding right. it up and this guy's screwing the ceiling i and, like it um, yeah it's pretty cool so like that's kind of where it came from um i have i started with that and then so then the, my buddy adrian he's like i'm going to start a design company um and uh, you know if anybody's out there needs any designs done or whatever so i reached out to him right away he lives down in the states he used to live in florida now i think he lives in tennessee and um anyways he he's like yeah i'll i'll design your logo a little bit better for you and change it so he like went on and he googled the pouch and like what the what a pouch looks like with a hammer hanging out of it now if you look like you got the hammer hanging out of mm-hmm. this guy's pouch and yeah and it that's looks my like a bench, right? It's appropriate. That's an appropriate. Yeah, before they had it as like a platform with scaffolding arms coming out of it. And I was just like, so he worked on that and he did it for free and I really appreciate it. And then he had a link up with some uh, drop shipping um, 
apparel companies down in the States. So that's how we started with that. And, um, you know, I did my giveaway at 30,000 members. We did a giveaway there and I tried to give away some other stuff at some times. And Chris, we did a Christmas giveaway. Certain teeth jumped in on that one from Calgary here. They threw, they gave us some stuff and, um, okay. You know, a couple of our moderators had some things to give away too. And so when we started with that, um, and then we started doing the drop shipping. That's when we were able to start getting our our product, like our our shirts and our logo, just out there, just for the members to like be proud of being a part of drywall junkies and and being a drywaller and you know having that that shirt where people are like, oh, drywall junkies, doesn't that make you look like a junkie? Like, are you a drug addict? And you're like, no, man, I'm addicted to the trade. Steel stud addicts, right? So that, that our our name used to have steel stud addicts too. We still kind of have that, but we're more with the drywall junkies thing. So and uh yeah, so that that's where uh so would you say drywall junkies from. is more hanging oriented than no, finishing? Well, drywall junkies, like so that's what happened in the beginning of the thing. So when we had I just had drywall junkies at the beginning and Quick little side note, Drywall Junkies, the name comes from when I I did this project in grade eight and I made this, we had to make a CD cover and it was called Roadhouse Junkies was my CD cover. So that's where I kind of got the junkies, Drywall Junkies thing, right? You're addicted to the trade. So we were in the Drywall Junkies thing. And then I just noticed that I was just getting only residential tradesmen coming through. And it was just Drywall Junkies because people were Googling Drywall. So that's where the name Steel (laughs) Stud Addicts came from. So I'm like, I got to get to the commercial side of things because that's where I've spent most of my career. I've done, I did shacking for a while. All right. right? So I've spent most of my career in the commercial side of things. So I'm like, how do I get the commercial side of people? Yeah, let's go. Steel stud addicts, right? So we had that name for a while. And then, you know, everybody knows what drywall junkies is now. So we can kind of like not piggyback that steel stud thing anymore. Um, And yeah, go with the the drywall junkies name. But then that's that's where that logo came from. That's where it got pushed into is Adrian helped me refine it. We started doing drop shipping out of the States. I was using PayPal. Everybody was paying me through PayPal. um, And we were getting the product out there. Even I've gotten some shirts over in France um, and a little bit in the uh, like in Southeast Asia, a little bit out that way and Europe, a little bit out that way, um, the UK. Um, So not a whole bunch out that way, mostly most most of our sales are in the states and Canada, um, so but yeah, and then now, you know, um, we have a social media team. We have. Are you on? Shipping. Are you on CSR the website? Did you get your stuff on there? Did oh, I haven't. I haven't, no. I haven't chatted with CSR at all. Um, okay, have you chatted with distributors about selling your swag? No, I haven't. I, we. Um, we kind of just got our model going up here in Calgary because okay. we're using a company called drive sportswear and those guys are great and they do drop shipping. Um, and they're, you know, we, we get all our sales through them um, or all of our sales go through them and they just package it up and get it shipped out within a day or two kind of thing. So it depends on how busy it is right now. It's Christmas time. So, you know, yeah. shipping's a little bit longer, but that's how it's working. Um, so, you know, like I said, I focus more of my time, with my personal life business, trying to like, you know, grow myself and where I'm at now and where the company is with 51 or sorry, with drywall junkies um, is uh, you know, we're, we're in a spot where we're going to start growing it. We're going to start, you know, being a little bit more attentive to um, our apparel line, you know, and there's, there's a lot of big, big have you um, done, goals. Have you, have you done trademarking and all that yet? uh we have um it's 
it's a legitimate company here in Canada. Trademarking okay. throughout the states and and everything gets really expensive. I've looked yeah. into that. Okay. Um, there's there's actually been some other groups out there that started and they were like, uh, you know, steel stud junkies and or like, yeah. There's been I've a couple seen. other off brands and you know I've messaged them right away like, hey man, I appreciate you guys, you know, because there is appreciation of someone trying to rip off your your brand. Yeah. Because um, you're like, hey man, it must be cool enough that you want to you know be like me or whatever, but. At the Kinda. same time, it's like I'd message them and be like, "Hey guys, you know, it's it's not really cool what you guys are doing. I, I yeah. get where you're going with it, but you know, back off, kind of thing." Yeah. And like we ha- we have I have the social media following, and like you can try to you know, you know, um, steal our brand, but it's just I I, I think it's past that point of uh, you know being able to. We have too much too much backup, too many members, all yeah. that stuff. So and what's um, your what is the domain? Uh, is it www.drywalljunkies.com? Yes, that's exactly it. Be- beautiful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So you were, and, able uh, yeah. To get, you were able to get the domain. That's a big deal. Yeah, exactly. We got the domain and, um, you know, we also like, so we want to, we also want to highlight certain people that are on the page. We have, we've highlighted a couple people. Uh, Kayla was one of them. Okay. Um, Udo Hughes is another one. I don't know if you know who Udo is. I was going to skip to to where we we sort of uh, uh, branched off when you were at fifteen thousand and you started to get the moderators. Okay. Um, yeah. So you like who were some of the first moderators you brought on, and then who's moderating now? Okay, Ike Costner. He's an OG moderator. Steve Shavion okay. Shavion. Uh, Sorry, I'll try to say his name properly. That's okay. He's an he's an OG moderator. Um, we also had another guy that came on a while back. Uh, he he didn't last too long. Um, I can't remember his name. But then there was this um, Lalo. Okay, this Lalo. guy. He's a lot of people are going to remember this guy's name because he came in and he was awesome. He was one of our top promoters, like top posters and commenters. So I reached out to him. Hey man, you want to be be a moderator of the group. You're, you're super um, active in the group and all that stuff. He came on and um, he was, it was awesome for a while, but then he got himself into a predicament where he posted pictures of someone else's work and he got called out <laughs> for it. And everybody was like, no, like buddy posted all the pictures. He's like, this is my job. Look, here's proof. Boom. boom. And yeah, man, he got ran out. Let of the me group stop had- you. Let me stop you right there. What must go through a person's mind? Like, and I, like, I don't even care. Like I, cause I have tons of photos of Fresco Harmony and people will ask like, Hey, can I use your photo to promote? Like, I don't give a shit. First of all, two, there, it's a two prong question. First of all, who gives a shit if somebody posts a picture of your work? Like secondly, yeah. who the fuck posts pictures of other people's work as their yeah, own? That's a great two prong question. But you know, um, it, there was a big issue with it. It went on for Lalo, a couple of weeks. Lalo, like, why? Why yeah, Lalo? I, <laughs> I'm sure he, you work. Um, I'm sure your work's great, and you've got an iPhone. <laughs> just fucking take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. He he realized he was in the wrong. Um, and uh he apologized for it but um in the end i couldn't i couldn't have him as a brand moderator for drywall junkies because you know had he had that go. that hex on him right so i did have to let him go um Sorry, and at that point um <laughs> oh so we had God. we also had julio martinez 
um okay. which he's he's in cal he's out of california he's he's doing really well with his own business um and that uh, name sounds that name sounds his, familiar. His, well he's a taper by trade but his saying was fuck it all the time right fuck it who you know where are all you drywall junkies from and he'd start these these posts of like hundreds and hundreds of people and um he was he was a pusher man it was awesome having him around but he just got too busy with his with his uh you know where he makes his money and stuff so he had to back away um yeah. so then at that point we brought kayla in um the the taping queen yeah and um yeah so she she's been doing a lot of awesome stuff and um so we got so basically right now it's just me ike steve and kayla and i, I talk okay. about bringing other people in every once in a while but um the moderators they're just they're they're gung-ho with we got it handled for now and um you know we don't want to have too many uh cooks to spoil the broth sort of thing so to speak so yeah if you have uh if you have good moderation and everybody's getting along and there's good synergy then everybody can yeah. handle handle the load then you know why would you need more yeah exactly cool so and yeah. has has kayla brought like a good uh, how long has she been your moderator? She's been a moderator for a year, maybe a year and a half. And she's like quite she's quite a brand ambassador. I mean, she's like, you know, she's yeah. she's helped Am and all kinds yeah. of tools and stuff. She's really she's really uh, yeah. She's definitely helped push some sales. Like she would post a picture of her wearing a, a drywall junkies hoodie or something. And oh then yeah, I would get two or three you know requests to to purchase some stuff. Like we haven't sold like a lot of stuff it's you know a, a lot of the product that we have now we paid up front for so it's just sitting in the yeah. in the storage plate you know, or whatever the the warehouse whatever you want to call it um um and do you ship you know, to the way, united way to states sold, so. yeah we, want... we ship worldwide if we need okay. to yeah because yeah. i might ball yeah, i might ball on the hoodie a lot of you can a lot of the canadian people they have the hoodies without the zipper but i noticed the junkies hoodie yeah. has his i'm a zipper we guy. have the zipper up we have the zip up hoodie um yeah we like up here a lot of us like to rock the the hoodie with the pockets in the front um mm -hmm. i'm not a zip up hoodie type guy so okay um but yeah we you know we, we try to we're trying to like have a, a good range of of products and stuff uh, we got so like one thing that was a lot of big requests was getting into high vis because everybody on like at construction sites you need to have high vis so oh, we kind of got right. we got that going now, but we haven't really sold too much of that. So we did put some stuff of that on sale. No, because like you're off. you're not going to wear that to the store or something. I mean, you could wear it on yeah. the job site. Here's my problem with shirts, and I I I've always been more of a, a proponent for the hats because right. like if you make a cool hat, then people will wear your hat. You can you know, and people will find a hat that they like. You know, and if that's your hat, like they'll rock that shit every day, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. that's a, that's way better branding than a shirt you wear once, maybe twice a month and throw it into your laundry. You know, True. that's that's a different. So I was always like put energy into cool hats, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe better bang for your buck. Um, yeah, I love hats. I couldn't even tell you how many hats. <laughs> oh, we'll send you a hat. We'll get you a hat. Um, yeah, man, I'll definitely. I don't, I'm, I'm definitely interested in your uh, to checking out your your product. I was out telling my business partner about it too, because um, he's a he's a taper by trade, and uh, yeah. I was like, man, we got to check this product out because <laughs> there, there's there's could be an opportunity for us here yeah. to be you know the the sole. Um, provider of it here in calgary because you know we're our my company i have another company uh we we have drywall 
we have a drywall company. We do a little bit of residential, mostly commercial. Um, the company's called 51 North Interiors. Here's our, our business card. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, put it up. That is cool. Yeah. So 51 North Interiors, 51 um, is the latitude of Calgary. So 51 North is the latitude. And uh, yeah, we do interiors, exteriors, whatever. Ah. Um, and I say, you know, we do our, you know, our finishing or our drywalling, insulation, soundproofing, fire stopping. But we, we try to say not limited to because, you know, if, if a client comes to us or a customer and says, Hey, listen, you know, do you guys do this? Well, we don't do that, but you know, I'll definitely, I'm not going to stop there and say, go look somewhere else. I'll try to put in the work to see if I can find someone that knows how to do it or make a few phone calls to some, sure. some people that, you know, I do know and then get them in touch with them. So, uh, sure. Soon to be uh fresco harmony specialty wall finishes. Um, yeah, just add, exactly. add that to your, add I'm that definitely to your gonna be checking out some of the YouTube <laughs> videos that you got. Like you said, you have YouTube videos on that stuff, right? So, um, I definitely want to check that out and, uh, and I could even like, I'm in, in tight with uh, a couple suppliers up here too. So I can maybe go talk yeah. to them and just say, Hey, listen, yeah. you know, there's, there's this product down in, uh, down in the States that they're, they're going to start <clears throat> bringing up here in Canada and we should get in on it. So, yeah, I was very excited to get with, uh, get with Brad over at CSR. That is a very big step for my product for sure. Yeah. Um, those, those guys are cool. Um, and they have the website, you know, it was a really good fit and they're like super progressive. Um, you know, it's such a cool store. I don't know if you've been to CSR. I don't know if they have CSRs. Um, There's just here. one. There's it just might, one. Oh, so it's just one. So that's in Ontario then. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah I was just going to check my phone here, but yeah, no, that's, that's over in Ontario. Close. Yeah. Ka Kayla makes the, uh, the drive. I think it's yeah. Closer to Toronto there. So mm -hmm. Kayla's in Ottawa. Um, so yeah, so where I grew up, um, and, and started in the trade was just, it's like three and a half hours, four hours from Toronto. Okay. Um, yeah, they call it the asshole of Canada, Windsor, Ontario. It's right across from Detroit. So okay. that's a, that's a difference. <laughs> There's a different mentality in that city too. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy I got out of there, but I'm glad I grew up there kind of thing. Okay. So yeah. It's well, man, cool. I've been wrangling like canadians left and right on the podcast and i kind of don't care like you know uh you know there's there's the whole you know american proud thing and all that but like it's just been like the way it's been going like the canadians are paying attention um i didn't know you were canadian you know i was just like i i wanted to get rick I, originally i was like oh i'm gonna go and interview just the people that started like the pages on Facebook yeah. and then they'll post the drywall podcast to the page and boom, it'll like blow up. And that's not really yeah. how it's gone. It's been it's like, it's actually gone virally. Like people just have like, kind of like you, you figure out one or you listen to like the, the Columbia tools one or something and you like it. And then maybe you'll be like, Oh, I know that person. And you listen yeah. to theirs. And then, like what happens is you end up listening to them all because they're very, they're interesting and they're about the trade and like people yeah. are just digging, digging the podcast. Cause it's a, it's a decent yeah, podcast. If they got something that that I can learn from them too. Like that's, I'm yeah. all about that too. Just yeah. trying to, trying to get better every day and um, just, just make the trade better. I'm trying to do that. Like I'm trying to change the world with their company. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's tougher than I thought. 
you know, I want to, I want to unify the trade so that we can start getting paid more. You guys talked about this. Yeah. Um, and, um, but like, cause like a, a labor rate for a drywaller versus a labor rate for like a plumber or an electrician, they're, they're quite a bit different. Like there's, we're talking eight to $10 an hour difference, sometimes 15. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's for journeyman. And I don't, I don't understand the difference of it. Like we our our scope on a site is pretty much the largest scope out of all trades. Um, you know, unless there's like, you know, you're building a giant building and you got the iron working and, and concrete and all that other stuff. But like, we, we kind of like, we work with everybody too. We work with the plumbers, we work with the electricians and, and the, the flooring guys. Cause they, we're always, we're there right till almost the end of the project, right up to when you're doing your ceiling tile or, um, you know, and I, I think that the, 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 the vision's there. Um, and the growth when it comes to your podcast and to drywall junkies, it takes longer than you envision. Same with building your business. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to start a business. Uh, I'll be making a million dollars a year in, uh, in six months. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, that's not even a full year. And you're like, Oh yeah, I can do it. It's no problem. If that guy did it. If I if he can do it, I can do it. And then you're like two years into your business or whatever. And you're like, man, this is, uh, you learned a lot and it doesn't go as fast as you want. And, you know, well, you a lot of people go stuff. back. A lot of people go back. They like quit, you know, I mean, yeah. it really, yeah, it it really takes, they quit. it takes some chutzpah, you know, that first rent check rolls around where it's like rents due. you don't have a job, you know, yeah. and it gets real easy to give up. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think entrepreneurs or people that run their own. And I, I like digging into the conversation about running your own business. I think that's a good one. And there's a lot of tradesmen who would like to branch out on their own. And so a lot of the pages get questions about that and they get a lot of, a lot of criticism or, uh, yeah. you know, uh, about like, Oh, what you're would asking- you charge for this question? Like, uh, like, okay, like I get it, but it's still at the same time, like everybody had to ask that question or look it up, you know, just because you don't know, you know, I talk about it in one of the interviews where I was lucky. I had a boss that was just really cool and open about that, where yeah. I asked, I asked and he was cool. And I was like, how do you figure out what this room's going to cost? He's like, well, you break down the square footage, you know, and like, you know, just like anything you have to learn. Um, and that's that's a neat thing that, you know, not only you got to nurture that because it's going to paint drywallers as dicks and it's not nurturing. It's not nurturing that, you know, uh, the, all the new people coming into the trade. Yeah. And, and that's important, too, because we're running out of tradesmen. We are. You know, we are. Like, well, the, the apprentice thing, like. Um, where that's one thing that we try to push to is like, we'll, we'll hire, like, you don't have to have experience. You just have to have a work ethic and show up every day, um, yeah. and be willing to grow as a tradesperson. you know, buying your own tools, you know, learning, asking questions about stuff, not just going and be like, well, that guy is not going to tell me what it is. So I'm not going to learn. Well, no, no, you need to go up and ask why he's holding his tape measure a certain way. Why is he, why is he cutting the drywall with that knife whole Ulfa versus drywall knife, you know, argument back and forth. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, like that's kind of how I grew in the, in the trade was I just asked questions and I always try to like, when I seen someone that was really good moving faster than everybody else, I would try to, um, center myself around that and, and just, yeah. you know, build myself up and, and you can't help others until you help yourself. Like you really need to 
to work on your strengths and, you know, your weaknesses are, this is one thing that Gary Vaynerchuk says, double down on your strengths, leave your weaknesses kind of behind. Right. It's like, love that. Yeah. And it's, it's a great mentality. Um, So you got to do that. And then that's when you're, once you, you know what you're really strong at, you can take that and go and help other people. So, you know, that's kind of like where I'm at. I realize like, I'm really good in the trade. I'm really good on the tools. And I remind myself every time when, you know, I, we get a little bit overwhelmed and I got to go out to the field and, and throw the tools on. And, and then I get stuff done and I'm like, man, why did I like pull myself out of the field? Well, I seen a bigger picture. I got, I, I built so many things in my career that I was just like, I was getting bored of doing just framing and boarding and framing and boarding and T-bar and boarding. Like I never really got into taping too much. I can, you know, throw some mud on the wall. It's I'll probably have to sand a lot more than most people. But, no, honestly, um, I think you're one of our first uh, boardmen. Like, like most okay. of the most of the podcast is finishers. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, cool. I consider this myself is, an, an ISM. Cool. I'm, I'm an interior systems mechanic. Okay. Um, and I focused on learning as much as I could about the trade. Uh, you know, right from from layout, blueprint reading. Actually, when I was high school, I, I took some AutoCAD classes. Classes, so that helped me get into like when I got in the trade, I already knew what blueprints were. I looked at them, I could kind of navigate myself around them. So right from blueprint reading, layout, you know, exteriors, interiors, uh, drywall, um, framing, and you know, I, I always ask the tapers questions too because I wanted to make sure that my drywall product, my finished product for them, was as primo as it could be because one, and it's a selfish reason. I hate listening to people bitch and complain about shit, especially about me. So if I can do anything I can to prevent that, I'll stop that. So I would ask the tapers, you know, how do you do this? Oh, I'll wash them and put on a corner bead and coat the corner bead. Hey, can I take your trial? Let me try this. And that's how I got a little bit of taping experience, but it's just, you know, I, I wanted to learn as much as I could so I could leave a finished product for the next person so that they could do their job as efficiently as possible. So I, that's why, I wanted to start my own company so that I could also help people come up in the trade and try to get that, that influx of apprentices because the apprentices um, they're far and few between these days. It might be a little bit different when it comes to uh, union. I don't know how, what their apprenticeship rate is, um, but I find like, cause in Alberta, there's not a very strong union at all for, for the, the drywall trade there used to be, but it kind of got ran out a long time ago, way before I moved to Alberta. But yeah, so, you know, um, they used to actually had a training that you could go and do your, um, get your ISM ticket here and they canceled that program as well. That used to be, what's, a, what's the ISM ticket? Interior systems mechanic, mechanics ticket. So, okay. um, yeah, so that's basically, you'd go to school, it's two months, three times. So you go your first two months, get your first year, next two months, a couple of years, like a year later, you get your second year, then you go, right. You do your third, your next two months. And then you do your, uh, your, you know, you write your tests and all that stuff. And um, I got my first one back in Ontario. Uh, I went to just outside of Toronto. It's called Hamilton. And uh, I went and did um, the, the course there. And I was there for two months. And it was a hell of a time. Young, partying. Um, still got some cool stories about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I left that. Um, I got the, the highest scores in the class, man. And I was myself on the back because i have uh the guy that got me in the trade he ended up being a little bit uh a little bit of a dickhead you know in life and um he said to me one time he goes kyle you'll never be as good as me and you'll never make as much money as me and um i took that personally 
and yeah. I made sure I, I beat him because we went to school at the same in the, at the same time. And uh, he finished his his last module. We had to build our own module with like arch doorway, octagon window, pilaster, like a column in the corner, some T bar. Um, he finished his three hours faster than me, but everything that I built was on point. And um, so they did like the teacher. He he marked everybody's uh, units, and then the class they went and marked everybody's units, and the collective number is what you got scored. And I scored the highest in the class. So I'm patting myself on the back for that. But, um, nice. but yeah, so, you know, it's all about bringing this up to more people into the trade and, and the awareness. So like, you know, it's cool that everybody's getting themselves out there with their drywall comp or drywall pages, Instagram, you got yeah. the drywall podcast. Now that's going to, you know, you're definitely going to gain a lot of, uh, a lot of clout on that. And there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of us drywallers out there. We just don't mm. know that many yet. Right. Like it's starting to get out there and a lot yeah. of the same people circulate through the pages, but like if we all just start sharing it with people and pushing, like, you know, the older generation, you got the boomers and the older guys, like they're, you know, they're, they're, they still got flip phone with drywall mud stuck in the numbers. And, you know, like they're not the ones that are going to be on the Facebook, but it's the younger generation, us, us guys that are, you know, 45, 40 35 30 we're the generation that's going to push this and we the young guys are really getting into like the newer sort of the newer stuff i I mean i i've been getting more approached and more interest from the younger dudes in the trade with Mm -hmm. as it pertains to fresco harmony it's very interesting they're way more open they're like this is neat i want to try this like Mm -hmm. you know versus like an old schooler it's like oh you can't do that i tried to do that 15 years ago and it doesn't work like two different schools of thought yeah yeah exactly yeah. and like let's talk about the um the tool industry a little bit here like how far the tool industry has come <laughs> in the last 10 15 years mm-hmm. like i think that like a lot of the taping tools there had there, that stuff was out but like there's a lot of companies now that are doing it and it has made the trade like the tapering side of things so much faster and so much more dialed in you know, and you got these vacuum sanders that are coming out now. And mm-hmm. um, those things are amazing. Um, they're expensive and you need to have the right application for them. But, you know, we got like, you know, and then lasers, healthy lasers, mm-hmm. Dwalt, Milwaukee. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I don't think Makita, Makita might have That's a laser good. too. I'm a, I'm a Dwalt guy too. Um, and uh, yeah, Dwalt gets bashed a little bit, uh, you know, but I was sort of surprised to hear you say that. Uh uh, I don't like, you know, like I'm, I'm as efficient with hanging. I don't frame at all, but I'm as efficient with hanging probably as you are with finishing <laughs> very little, <Right. laughs> just enough, <laughs> enough to do it bad, you know? Um, yeah. but, uh, but I have the tools and they're DeWalt. I like DeWalt stuff. It's always been a good brand. Yeah. My pouch has always been littered in black and yellow. I have a weed a long, eater. Long I have a, I have a DeWalt weed eater that kicks ass. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I think I think Milwaukee is really making um a huge impact in the tool world too. Uh those guys, they're like they got a, a battery operated tool for almost everything now. Yeah. Um the Walt's kind of they're they're coming behind it a bit, but you know, they like you got the Walt Black and Decker and you know yeah. Just depends on who's pushing the their product out. Like you know, well, and now Dewalt, here, they... Dewalt, and Level Five have sort of teamed up. Oh, really? You know. Okay, that I did yeah, not know. D- the the Dewalt knives and 
the hawk is also okay. that's that's all level five right i don't know right. i don't know a ton about it but i know uh i've met scott a couple of times really nice guy he's always been a uh he's always been a proponent of fresco harmony and uh right. he's he's given me like i like their mixers you know, like, yeah. you know, like, like, uh, you know, every people are quick to bash, but like, um, I give that a lot of weight and their knives are fantastic. I really do like the level five knives. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think, you know, not being a, a true finisher, but, you know, seeing what other people like, I think level five, a lot of people like their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like the branding yeah. too. Level five, like, yeah, good That's, branding. What, what's the highest level of drywall finishing there is out there? Level five. So, yeah. you know, I and think that's, red, that's a pretty cool brand. They're all over yeah. social media. Um, yeah. That I had no idea about Columbia. Like, it was just serendipitous that I I met those guys. That was all a really crazy story. Um, you know, yeah. we talk about it on the podcast. It's really funny though. I, I messaged them by accident like, on Instagram. <laughs> like I was like, I was, thought I was messaging somebody else. And I was like, Hey, you should be on the podcast. And, uh, the, and Aaron texted me like two weeks later. And I was like, and then I noticed it was like Columbia tools. And I was like, Oh, whatever. And uh, like two weeks later, Aaron was like, dude, I'm on my seventh podcast. This thing's amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. So then I've started to learn about the tools and then uh, Wolfgang with a uh, Can-Am and semi-automatic versus the automatic tools. The, the drywall specific taping tools are extraordinary. Like that yeah. whole, that world is pretty cool. A lot yeah. of innovation. And the speed is incredible now. Like, yeah back when I started in the trade there, I, I don't remember there being like bazookas and stuff. I don't, I, I don't know the timeline of when all that stuff started coming out, but everybody was a hand finisher. Everybody, mm -hmm. you know, listen and, uh, to the, listen to the Columbia podcast. They talk about Ames, their dad, like right. invented, invented like the Columbia tools and shit. Like okay. they were in the back of a drywall yard, like tooling tools, like crazy. Yeah, like back in the yeah. day, like his dad Pioneering, was like this man, for the industry. Weird, weird, like inventor guy, you know. And uh, yeah. when the when, and then they were they were leasing or renting all of the tools, Ames. And then when that came up, then there was this insurgence of like these different brands started to come out with their own tools. It's a it's pretty interesting. That is pretty neat. Actually, a cool uh, tip I was thinking of was. Um, I so certain teed is I don't know. Do you guys have certain teed down that way? I'm I think so. I, I'm I would think familiar so, yeah. with the brand. I'm pretty sure you guys would. So certain teed, uh, they have um a wear or like a shop here. They they make drywall. They make drywall mud here in Calgary. And I did a okay. job at their um, their office space, and we used all their own all their product. We used this specialty uh, the M tube tack board, uh, and we also use this this backer drywall that's got certain amount of tensile strength. So you can you don't need to put backing in. You can just screw a dry uh, a screw into the wall and hang a picture on it, whatever. Right. Um, so we used a bunch of specialty products there. And while I was there, I'm like, well, hey man, I would really love to do a tour of your facility. And now, like thinking hindsight. 
you know, maybe I should have took a camera in there with me. They might've told me no cameras, but um, maybe I could have like, you know, done something on the page itself to, you know, yeah. say, Hey, like we're here, we're, we're, you know, I'll do a little bit more of like social media presence, but that's just not where my mind was. But yeah. so we went and did this, um, this tour and they told us that certain teed started the original company that turned into the brand certain teed started like 300 years ago back in um, like in Europe in the UK area back when like they were doing like masonry and windows and like there's, they have this, this whole story. You'd have to look into it, but basically they told me they have this whole story. It's like a couple hundred years. This company has been around for a couple hundred years and it's changed its face different times to, you know, go with the economy and whatever, but they started, it was a construction based company, but it was like in, in like specialty windows and, and stuff like that too. So like the, it's really cool story. And like, I never, ever fact checked it. That's what this guy, these guys told me. And I would, I would take their word pretty credible because you know, they're, they're running certainty, which is a pretty large scale company. Yeah. A lot of drywall and a lot of drywall mm-hmm. mud goes through Canada up here. And that's what they're saying where it all kind of originated was back then, back when they were building castles and shit like that. So cool. Story. Pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Kyle Catling. Catling. Everybody Not says Kate. Kate. Don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I know. It's it's a hard. Yeah. It was like even like on the second round, it's like hard. Kyle Catling. But I think it's important. Yeah. Uh, uh, names are important. It's important. Uh, I, I'm really big on like trying to get names right, you know, and even if you screw up, like re-say it again or ask the person, you know. Um, thank you so much for being on the Drywall Podcast today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, how it. how cool this was super cool and uh you know the drywall junkies guy maybe the first the the pioneer of the facebook pages um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go go down with <laughs> go down in flames if if there was someone else before me we'll but just say it I if really you if, so. if you were before kyle i want to hear about it you can email me at the drywall podcast info at frescoharmony.com let me know if we're wrong uh, there's definitely time to fix it before this airs, but, um, Pearl of wisdom, every, every interviewee, uh, does a Pearl of wisdom that they would instill upon the trade. If they had one thing to say to your, your fellow tradesmen, uh, what would it be? I go back to asking questions. Make sure you listen to the people that, uh, you see they know what they're doing. If they're leaving shitty quality products at the end and they're saying, don't do that and cut corners here and there, I'd say stick away from those guys. Surround yourself with people who are winners. Surround yourself with people that are going to elevate you and make you a better person, better tradesman, whatever. Work on yourself so that you can help others in the trade um, and take passion in what you do every single day um, because that's going to help you strive forward and just become a better tradesperson, tradesman, tradeswoman, however you want to put it um and uh and just do good work for people because people are paying they're spending their hard-earned money everybody thinks that you know oh well you know the client has thousands and thousands of dollars well they got there somehow maybe it was a hand-me-down but most of the time people they started at the bottom and worked their way up um as as you can say like you know i'm a first generation drywaller in my in my family I got two sons. I'm going to do my best to teach them to be good people and, and respect others and do good work and take pride in their work. So that's what I say. Take pride in your work. Ask as many questions as you can 
and listen. Don't ask a question without listening. You got to listen. Love it. And uh, also, too, just for our listeners, Kyle is a uh, he's a normal human like you and I. He started Drywall Junkies. It's a super cool page on Facebook. If you don't know about it, if you've been living in a cave, go check out uh, Drywall Junkies. And uh, you we're can on learn Facebook, stuff we're there. on Instagram. Um, we have a website, www.drywalljunkies.com. Um, we're not on TikTok, not yet, anyways. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, we got some apparel. If you guys uh, want to stay warm, we got lots of warm clothing. We got high, high vis stuff. We got some cool hats. Um, Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah yeah if if you are inclined or if you've been a member of drywall junkies and you've gotten value out of the group go buy something and support kyle and drywall junkies by purchasing some swag like that this is how we support each other in this yeah. trade this is how we lift each other up is by uh you can you know just because you know, don't ask for free stuff. Go and buy something from. And where is the best place to buy some cool drywall junkies swag? That would be on www.drywalljunkies.com. If you're okay. unsure, you can find me in the on the Facebook group um, under admins and just message me. Um, I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can, and I can direct you in that way if you have any questions about anything. But uh, yeah, the support would be great, guys. Um, trying to get that that drywall junkies name out there a bit more. And we just want to, you know, eventually get into um, brand of tools and, and specific clothing for the trade for, for us as the tradespeople out in the field. And cause we're the ones that do the work out there, you know, and um, we want to, you know, keep everybody safe and efficient. And, and that's kind of where our mindset is behind here. I'm not in it to make millions of dollars. I'm in here to help the community. So anything you guys can do to help works. And if I'm a, if I'm a tool manufacturer, something I want to advertise or uh, work with uh, Kyle in some capacity, what's a good way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me on Facebook um, or you can email me at Kyle at drywall donkeys, drywall junkies.com. I'll say that again, Kyle at drywall junkies.com. Uh, you can email me there too and find me there. And um, yeah, or just message the page directly. And I usually uh, watch the the messenger there. So, okay, There's cool. Many ways. Yeah, and we talked a little okay. bit through uh, Instagram Messenger. That's it seems yeah. like you go on there a little bit too. Thank you so much for being on the Drywall Podcast today. We are going to uh, follow and continue to hang out with Drywall Junkies on the Facebook page and the Instagram page and maybe the TikTok page in the near future. And uh, I'm gonna get some swag. <laughs> awesome i appreciate it let me know all right and uh all right. <laughs> thanks for having me on there and thanks for creating the drywall podcast um it's just the next step in in you know like having the community as one and um i know it's not just me that appreciates it everybody else that's that's out there and anybody any listeners they're gonna appreciate it too you're doing good things and uh thanks and um yeah good luck with it man and, and hey maybe we have another uh meeting in a year from now at have a different conversation. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, yeah. Enjoy your evening. Go hang out with your family and we'll talk soon, buddy. Will do. Okay, guys. Right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Special thanks to Kyle Catling for being with us on the Drywall Podcast today. 
We appreciate your time and value your information. You can listen to the Drywall Podcast every Friday with a fresh new episode on platforms such as Podbean, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and also YouTube. Be sure to check out our Instagram and Facebook and YouTube pages. Uh, We post teasers every week of the episode where you can see what our guest and myself actually look like talking. Thank you so much for listening to the Drywall Podcast today. We sincerely appreciate it. And remember, keep drywalling.